Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Potentially Podcast. I'm so glad you came back to listen again. Today's episode has been inspired by an Instagram comment. So if you want to follow me on Instagram and possibly be part of the podcast in the future, you can go follow me at the Potentially Podcast. So this Instagram follower wrote, I struggle with always looking forward to something, say Friday, and forgetting to enjoy the present. I've gotten a little better as I get older, but still want to learn how to enjoy Wednesday and not always wish for Fridays. I wanted to talk about why we should appreciate Wednesdays. So I don't think there's anything wrong with looking forward to the weekend. The weekend is great. I love the weekend. It's the time that I get to spend with my husband, with my dog, relaxing, doing whatever I want. But there's a reason why the weekend is the weekend and why it's so great. And it's because it's finite. The weekend ends. It ends on Monday, right? You don't get to do the weekend forever. You don't get to do the weekend 24-7, 365. And as much as we all wish we could, I promise you it would be too much of a good thing. We wouldn't appreciate it anymore. It wouldn't be the weekend anymore. It wouldn't be special. It wouldn't be something we looked forward to. It wouldn't be an up for us. It wouldn't be a highlight. It wouldn't be something that made us happy every week. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about why we should appreciate Wednesdays. Now Wednesdays, ugh, they are like the bane of my existence. I hate Wednesdays more than I hate Mondays. Mondays, I'm like, ugh, man, do I really got to do this again? Yes, you got to do again. All right, fine. I'll do it. You wake up on Monday, you go to work. You wake up on Tuesday, you go to work. And by the time Wednesday rolls around, you're just like, oh my God, who decided that the weekend would be two days and that the work week would be five days? Like whoever decided that is a moron. This is so dumb, but maybe they weren't so dumb. Maybe they knew something that we didn't know. So I think one of the reasons that we should appreciate Wednesdays because in a broader sense, we need to learn to appreciate our obstacles in our life. So the reason why a victory or an accomplishment or a pay raise or a promotion at work or anything good that happens in your life, the reason that it's good is because you had to work for it. If you didn't have to work for it, it wasn't as sweet. That victory wasn't as sweet didn't taste as good, didn't feel as good, right? When you finally do something that you've been working so hard to do, it feels so good when it finally happens, right? That sense of accomplishment is, I think, what makes humans happy. I really do. I think it's what makes humans happy. And I know we run as far as we possibly can from any type of hardship or struggle in our life, me included. I don't like things to be hard. I don't think anyone likes for things to be hard. One of the number one goals for parents is for their kids to have an easier life than them, to have more things than they have. And I don't think that's ever going to change. It's like we have these two dueling ideas in our head as humans. It's the one side that says, I need everything to be easy and straightforward and happy all the time. And I want everything I want when I want it. And I don't want to struggle for anything. And then you have the other side that kind of thrives off of the obstacles and the struggles that are in your life. They're the reason that your life probably has meaning and has purpose. If everything was just sunshine and rainbows all the time and you were on a beach sipping a drink and that's all you did in your life, I think you'd probably get bored 
And I know that this is kind of the ideal. It's even the ideal for people who don't think it will happen for them until retirement. They're just like looking forward to retirement. I can't wait till I retire. This is what I'm going to do in my retirement. I'm going to do nothing. And then like a couple months in, they realize that that's not really what they wanted. They need to find something else to do. I think you can bring that idea into your own life. Why is it that we strive for this idea of happiness where we do nothing substantial in our life and we think that will bring us happiness? It's a very selfish view of happiness. And I think that's another thing that struggles internally within us as humans is we think selfishness will bring us happiness. We think if we can just get what we want whenever we want, we'll be happy. And it turns out I don't think that's the case. And as much as we fight it, maybe it's a good thing that our lives usually have quite a bit of struggle within them. Why there's a lot of downs that go along with the ups. And maybe we need the downs in life to be able to appreciate and love the ups. I think people tend to use a lot of their prayers to ask God to take away their struggle. And a lot of times it doesn't happen. And maybe God knows better than us. Maybe he knows that we need the struggle to be happy in life in the end. And that doesn't mean in the moment I'm appreciative of the struggle or the downturn or the sad parts of my life, because I'm probably not. But maybe if I reframe it this way, I can be a little bit more appreciative of that obstacle, of that sad part, of that struggle when I look back at my life. And I think we kind of do. I think as we look back at our memories, we remember them a little bit more fondly than they were. Those bad times kind of come become part of your story, right? They're an interesting part of your story. And without them, maybe your story wouldn't be as interesting. Take the example of an underdog. Everybody loves an underdog story, right? You have your rags to riches. You have your small town football team beats the big town football team and everybody goes crazy. Why is it that we care about the underdog? Why? If you really think about it, why does it matter? Either team that would have won would have accomplished the same goal. So why do we care? The rich person and the poor person getting money is the end goal, right? They got money. So why is it that we care that the poor person did it? And I think it's because they have a better story. They had to overcome something in our life, which we find inspiring. So in the end, it's almost a disservice if we don't have those struggles in our life. If God were to listen to us and take away all of our pains, all of the obstacles that we've overcome, we might not be able to find happiness without it. I have two personal stories that, as I look back on them, really fit into this idea. The first one is that for a long time in my life, I had four grandparents, and I didn't realize how lucky I was. I was in high school and still had four grandparents. A lot of people don't get to say that. When I was a senior in high school, my first grandfather passed away. And when I had learned of his passing, it's a pain that passes through you that you can't describe until you feel it. You really can't. It's deep inside you. It rips through your heart. And it's the worst feeling ever. And it's the worst pain ever. And I would never wish it on anyone. And I don't want to experience it ever again. I'm not saying I do. I'm not saying I appreciate the experience, but what I do appreciate is what happened afterwards. I got to see, it was my mom's father, so I got to see my mom really step up and take care of her family and be there for them, and I got to appreciate the extra time that I had with my grandma and really understand that one day it wasn't going to be there, and my mom's mom was the next grandparent who passed, and again when that happened it was, it was the same feeling over again of terrible, terrible loss and not knowing what to do. And that time when I found out, I was on the way to the hospital 
and I was with my husband and I'm appreciative of his comfort during that time and how lucky I am to have somebody who loves me that much who can hold me when your heart feels like it's gonna burst into a million pieces. And then when my third grandparent died, my dad's dad, again, that feeling goes through you. And I'm thankful that for his memorial service, I got to speak and say what I had on my mind. I got to see how a tragedy like that could pull a family together and how my dad and my cousin could come together to honor someone. They spent a lot of time and creative energy on creating this amazing, amazing sign to go in my dad's shop that memorializes him. And so all of these beautiful moments wouldn't have been possible without that pain and tragedy. And it's not that you ever want it to happen, but at least when you look back on it, you can look at the good things that came from it. And I would never choose to have these feelings on my own, but the fact that I can't choose what happens in this life and you are going to feel lost at some point, you can at least appreciate the fact that the reason that these moments are so special is because they are finite and they are going to end and that is what makes it special. And I still have um, one grandma, my dad's mom, and I love every time I get to see her. She's so great. And I have so much gratitude for every moment that I get to spend with her. So my other example is a lot less sad. It's more just in my career when I did lose that job and I went through that year of being extremely, extremely depressed. I would never want to go through that again. But because I went through that, I am where I am today. And I wouldn't be where I am today without it. So I think if we could reframe our mind a little bit and look back on these experiences and just note that because we went through these struggles, that's what makes the good times good. So how does that all relate back to Wednesdays? Because I think Wednesdays is the day of the week that kind of just represents all the sucky stuff that has ever happened in someone's life. It's just kind of the ugh day, right? So how can we make Wednesdays better, but also appreciate Wednesdays? And that's kind of what we talk a lot about on this podcast is creating the life that you want to live so that way you can enjoy Wednesdays. But while you're doing that, appreciate all the steps it takes to get there. If you are working a job right now that you don't like and on the side, you're working in the evenings, on the weekends to create some kind of business because that's really where you see yourself and what you want to put your heart and soul into and what's going to give you purpose in life and therefore bring your happiness in life. That's amazing. But instead of just dreading all of those nights and weekends that you know you're going to have to work, try to remember that in the future, that'll be the amazing part of your story. That'll be the part of the story that you get to tell your kids and your friends that, oh, do you remember what I used to have to do to get to this point in my life? That will be the stuff that makes your story what it is. That'll be the stuff that makes your story interesting. Nobody wants to hear about the guy that everything was handed to in life. Nobody likes that story. Everybody likes the story of the underdog. Everybody likes the story of the person who had to overcome insurmountable odds in their life, and they did it. They kept plugging away. They kept working at it every day. And if you think about it, I know it's kind of a cliche when people are like, uh, it's about the journey, not the destination. Like, I hate that. It's such a cliche. But if you kind of look at the underlying meaning of that, it's just the fact that 
try to enjoy the present. Try to enjoy where you're at because everything you're doing today is what is going to lead to that final moment of satisfaction. It's what's going to make it all worth it in the end. It's going to make that delayed gratification worth it. All of the work that you're putting in now is going to pay off. And all of the things that you have to overcome and all of the downsides is just adding to your story. It's just making the story of your life a little bit better, a little bit more entertaining, a little bit more worth it. And it's difficult to remember that because today everything is just so easy, like so, so easy. If you could pick one time and one place to be born, you would pick today and you would pick the United States because it has never been easier. You can literally order groceries on your phone and have them delivered to your house. You don't even have to leave the house. Anything you want can be shipped to you from Amazon. You have access to a world of knowledge at your fingertips for free just by Googling something. So easy. So easy. It's never been easier to start a business. It's never been easier to communicate with someone. It's never been easier to see your family from a long distance. Nothing has ever been easier. And I think that right there is our struggle. In the past, people had their struggle built in for them. And it made it easy to figure out what their life's purpose was going to be. It made it easy to figure out what they had to deal with every day to give them some kind of satisfaction at the end of the day. To make it so that their life wasn't empty and meaningless. To make it so that their life had Wednesdays and Fridays. But now... Our life just kind of has a lot of Fridays when you look at how easy everything is. And so we have to figure out how we're going to give our life meaning. And that means maybe we have to do more, do extra, find something that we want to put our heart and our soul into and give it our all. And you can start small. It doesn't have to be big. Figure it out. If it's at work, if you love the work that you're doing, keep doing it. If you don't, maybe you need to find something else. Or maybe you're not going to find your purpose in life. Maybe you're going to find your purpose by being a parent. That is one of life's biggest callings. It's probably the calling in life that you can do. Raising a child to be a contributing member of society, that's a huge task. That's a huge undertaking. And I know many, many people that are going to find satisfaction from doing that. And I'm looking forward to the day when I can add that my list of things that are helping provide purpose in my life. So when you're setting your goals, just try to keep that in mind. If your goals are heavily money related, which I'm not looking down on you for, my goals are heavily money related because I just see money as a tool. Money is a tool for how I can do certain things that I want to do in my life. Just remember that the end goal shouldn't be to sit on a beach somewhere, sipping a drink, doing nothing with the rest of your life. Because it seems good now, but after a month or so, maybe even a day if you're a really fidgety person, I'm a little bit lazier, so honestly, it'd probably take a month. But just remember that it's not all that it's cracked up to be. We as humans, for some reason, I don't know if it's God's joke on us, but for some reason, we just can't remain happy that way. It seems like we should be able to. It seems pretty easy, right? Everything at our fingertips, but for some reason, we just can't. We just can't. We need to be working towards something. If we're not working towards something, then we kind of spiral. And I think maybe that was part of the reason why that year that I wasn't working, I got so depressed because I wasn't working on any side projects, really. I wasn't reading and learning and 
growing as a person, I was just stuck. I think that's what happens if we just stop and whatever goal that we finally reach to, if we don't set a new goal, if we don't keep trying to climb and do better, is we just get stuck and then we kind of deteriorate from there. For some reason, our brains or our souls need more. We need to keep doing more and more. And that doesn't mean in a greedy way that it always has to be more money, more money, more money, but it has to be something that keeps us moving forward. And so you really got to find that or else I don't think you're going to find happiness. You got to keep working towards something and that something can change over time. It doesn't have to be the same thing because I'm the type of person who I think my purpose changes rather quickly. Um, I don't have one set goal that I've always wanted to do my entire life. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So when you were younger, if you were very career driven and that's what was making you passionate and giving you a lot of satisfaction, that's great. You work at that. And then later in life, if it's being a mom or a dad, that's awesome. And then maybe later in life, you have more financial means because you've been growing it over all of these years. And now you want to focus more on humanitarian or charitable donations. I think that's perfectly acceptable as well. I just don't want you to fall into the trap that everyone kind of pushes that you will be happy if you just worry about yourself, whatever you can get instantaneously, living in your fancy apartment, fancy house, by yourself with all your accolades. None of that matters if you don't have a reason behind it or a purpose behind it or people to share it with. I think that is what gives us ultimate happiness in life. And again, this is not something that I'm the best at. Honestly, you can ask my husband. Every Sunday night, I go to bed and think, oh God, why does tomorrow have to be Monday? I don't want it to be Monday. I want the weekend to last forever. But I think that's fine. I think that's normal. I think as humans, we're always going to have that instinct and maybe we should just be thankful that God doesn't let it happen. Maybe we should just be thankful that not all of our wishes come true because we can't help ourselves. Apparently, we don't want what's best for us. <laughs> Apparently, we just want what's easy for us. So maybe we should just be really, really thankful that God doesn't always give us what we want, that we have to work for stuff and not everything comes easy. So if we look back at this Instagram comment, that was left. They said that they really wanted to enjoy the present. So if you can enjoy the present, enjoy the heck out of the present. Make it your mission. But if you can't enjoy the present, then maybe you can at least be appreciative for it. Maybe you can at least appreciate where you're at in life and know that this is all part of your story, all part of your journey. And honestly, it's going to be worth it in the end. It's going to make you happier long term. Wow, I know we went off on a tangent there. That's kind of an insight to my brain of how I just go deep down these rabbit holes and one thought leads to another. I hope that it kind of all made sense to you guys and you understand where I'm coming from. Head over to my Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Do you think this is how you find happiness? If you don't, what is your way to find happiness? What do you think happiness is in life? Do you think the struggle is necessary? Maybe you don't think the struggle is necessary want to hear anything you have to say so remember rate review subscribe to this podcast follow me at the potentially podcast on instagram and i can't wait to talk to you guys next week bye